Coming up on today's show, no one has gone to Disney World or is going immediately anyway. So we're going to discuss the news. This up next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 318. I am your host for this week. My name is John, and I am joined, as always, by Adam. But what's up, everybody? And by Jason. So, the U.S. Open is this weekend, and Father's Day is this weekend, and... We're all fathers. We are all fathers. Do you have big plans for Father's Day? Uh, I'm going to eat barbecue. And drink beer. That's probably what I'm going to do. Okay. Are you going to eat Regal Eagle barbecue? No, unfortunately. Woody's backyard barbecue? Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to get a sneak preview of Woody's barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Sneak sneak peek at (laughs) Woody. Never mind. Yeah, behind the scenes, I'll get it. (laughs) Okay. It's not working. Off to a really good start on this show. All right. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, my plans are going to be whatever that other people have planned for me, pretty much. That's how it's going to going to work. That's how it usually does. Hopefully they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there, there always is. How about you, Jason? What are you going to be doing? I have honestly no idea. I don't know see? what we'll be doing. Uh, but I do hope to see Phil win the U.S. Open, right? That's that's when I would hope to have. Happen, I really but. would love to see Phil come in second. I mean, I feel like it would just ruin his <laughs> legacy if he won for like the seventh time in, a, you know, yeah, in his career, mm-hmm. the most second place finishes ever. Yeah. All right. Well, this is not a golf podcast. This is a Disney podcast. For those that didn't know, Disney. I've heard of that place. Yeah, it's the reason you came here was to listen to us discuss Disney. Yeah, we have talked about golf a lot lately. Yeah. This, well, because, you know, it was almost like going in a time machine because Phil actually won. So A month ago. Yeah. I was like, what year is this? <laughs> and Jason was there. I guess that's the tie-in, right? That was the, that was the other tie-in. Is anybody yeah. going out to this? He didn't invite me to the U.S. Open. I thought we were tight, but, you know. No invited to uh, Tory Pines. No. Yeah, Tory Tory Pine. You, well, you've been to the Tory Pines area. Mm. Well, you've been to San uh, you know, Diego. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's where Tory Pines is. <laughs> okay, but doesn't mean he's been that close to <laughs> the golf course. <laughs> well, he was close enough to drive two hours to Disneyland. That's all. Yeah, that's true. He could have driven like 30 you minutes know, to. For as much as we talk about Pines. golf, we never played around at Disney World. I know. There's We're going to do that. Correct that. When is that going to change? We never have time for it. We need to make a plan for that to be basically a podcast, part part of the podcast trip. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we decide to do that, which, you know, we were talking about that last year when COVID hit, so. Yeah, before COVID hit, and then COVID hit, and then haven't done it. Are we going to do the, the course where the robots carry your bags and follow behind you while you walk the course? Is that the one we'll do? Sure. Why don't we do Fantasia Gardens? How about that one? <laughs> oh yeah, and like bring a driver with us. <laughs> sure, <laughs> play with full set of clubs at the. Uh... <laughs> anyway, isn't, isn't Fantasia Gardens closed? I don't know. I was just... Anyway, maybe it is. Well, there's also the Winter Wonderland one or whatever over at Blizzard Beach. Yeah, let's that. do that one. Yeah, 
All right. I, I mean, what was what was the recommended course anyway? I forgot. One at Buena Vista, mm-hmm. I think. LBV. Yeah. 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 That's what Kent recommended when he was on the show, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. LBV, yeah. which we saw parts of it because we stayed over at Old Key West. So. Precisely. Yeah. Well, but but the one I would also wasn't the one that the um, the pros used to play was Magnolia, wasn't it? Yeah, Palm and Magnolia. I think they both. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Palm and Magnolia. Those were the ones that they played on. Back in the day, Tiger won that event. Back in his back when he actually played events outside of the majors, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, like the one time he played that event. (laughs) Right, like that one year that he had to do a full schedule. Yeah. Yeah. For like the first year, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, pretty much we are way off topic. So let's dive into the news and see what's going on in the world of Disney this week. There's been a few things that's gone on, you know, because a lot, you know, apparently COVID is over and uh, you know everything is opening again. That's how. That's the reason why, right? Everything is awesome. Yeah, everything is open. No Delta variant. That's just an airline here. Interesting that you would use, sing, use a Lego movie song. Have you been seeing that recently or something? I don't know. It was just in my head. Just popped in your head? Why, why be such a negative Nancy there? Adam, bringing up the variants. I mean, here. About the Delta variant? Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, just don't, just don't take Delta. Take Frontier or, or Spirit or, you know. Yeah, let's not else. take Spirit. <laughs> Never take Spirit. <laughs> oh, or you've done Frontier that or JetBlue. <laughs> Stick to one of the main ones. <laughs> okay. Southwest. Yeah. You're okay Southwest is probably okay, yeah. Take them, okay. United, American. No, I do stick okay. with Delta, but I just don't want the Delta variant. <laughs> <laughs> I All fly right. Delta, but not Delta variant. I think this, this whole episode has started off the tracks, so it's probably going to stay off the tracks. <laughs> probably. <laughs> just the way we're this is going. We're in a off-track mood tonight. Apparently, yes. We're going off-road. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start... With a topic involving Disney Plus. Let's do Disney Plus. We haven't really talked about them in a little bit. So, apparently, you know, Loki has had a successful launch, and they did it on Wednesday. So, they apparently are attributing that to the fact that it was on Wednesday, because now they're moving all their upcoming releases or openings from Fridays to Wednesdays. (laughs) And not only that, they're not upping it a day. They're actually Mm -hmm. delaying it until the following Wednesday that it from the one it was going to be on. So I don't get that personally. I, I, I think that they're totally missing the fact that it was about Loki more so than it was about the day that it premiered on. That's what I think. People are actually going places now. So I think, the pandemic, it didn't matter what day of the week it went out on because people were at home. Now, more people are going to be out and about on a Friday night, whereas on a Wednesday, they can probably get a more must-watch viewership. I mean, you remember back in the day whenever like things actually came on TV and we watched them there? New shows didn't really come out on Fridays, as far as I remember. I remember it was, you know, Monday through Thursday. I mean, every shows came on. TGIF. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. But that was... Every- yeah, every time. night had its shows. I mean, or every shows had its night too, whichever way it was. I mean, there was something every night of the week that, except for you, didn't really have anything on Saturday because that was either going to be sports or movies or something. Right, right. Although I would say Jason's kind of right. After like what the year two thousand or so, it moved into Friday was like the night for repeats and the what Dateline kind of shows, murder, murder porn shows. 
that, yeah. that's, okay. that's sort of what Friday turned into. Well, I could be wrong, of course, but I'm going to go out on this has more to do with it being a Marvel release, particularly about Loki that people were, that are Marvel fans were interested in more so than the day of the week it was on, but we'll see. So apparently the ones that are moving up, uh, Monsters at Work is moving up as far as a release. Turner and Hooch moves up. Behind the Attraction, which is one that's actually interesting, moves yeah. up. I'm curious how that's going to be. Chippendale Park Life, Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, Batch 2, that is, yeah, moves I'm up. I'm excited for those. Yeah. Growing Up Animal moves from August 20th to August 18th. That's actually the only one that goes shorter, I think. Well, no, The Wonder World for World of Mickey went shorter, too. So there's a point where it starts going shorter. Yeah, you wonder if, say, so. whenever the new season of Mandalorian comes out, are they going to keep doing it on Friday? So are they going to move it? Good question. If they think it'll do better, on a, they're probably going to try it on another night of the week to see if it does better. All right, so. Oh, I was going to bring up one thing before you. Before oh, sure. We well, go on. ahead. Did you watch Loki? I have not. Uh, I have the first not. episode? But did you catch at least that there was this idea of this TVA Loki or Time Variant Authority Loki? And that was introduced in the first episode. And then it was a meet and greet at Disneyland oh, yeah, Adventures that. Campus the same week that it was released. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting if they continue to do such things going forward. It, it would actually be, I guess, somewhat revolutionary, right? So That's neat. Yeah. Hmm. Right, so he's a new character, and then he shows up in the land, which is something you can't do in Star Wars land because it's stuck in like the worst spot ever. <laughs> Unless they decide to abandon the timeline, and then the new season of Mandalorian, he goes to Batu. They totally should because it's already fallen apart anyway. <laughs> if he goes to Black Spire Outpost, that would be so cool. By the way, yeah. Anyway. So I just found that interesting. I did watch the first episode, not on Wednesday. I watched it, I don't know, almost a week late. But it was pretty good, and I thought it was very interesting. I haven't seen episode two. That should have already come out by the time this comes out. But I wonder if they're going to keep that up as they continue to release more MCU stuff into Avengers Campus. Well, I mean, it seems like a good idea, personally. It could have been. It could be just a one-off thing, though. So, all right. Maya Grill is to reopen on June the 24th. I know uh, you guys have missed that, right, My Grill? Not really. Uh, I've already got reservations. I'm driving down for the oh, day wow. just to go down there and eat and then drive right back. <laughs> I'm not even staying. I'm not going to go to the Dolly Lounge or any of the good spots. Yeah. I'm just going to go to My Grill. And that's actually adding to the list of mm-hmm. ones that will open on June the 24th. Because, so, you know, Sebastian's Bistro reopens that day as well. So Yeah, that would be the one you'd go down for. And you for real would do that. Yeah, I do like Sebastian's Bistro. And I was actually listening to a another Disney podcast, it can remain nameless, where they mentioned that it that Sebastian's Bistro was a fairly low-rated restaurant pre-pandemic. And I think that's just malarkey to steal from our president. Malarkey. Well, I wonder if it's just because there's not really enough people that's given it an opportunity. I mean, it had not really been open that long prior to the pandemic, right? So, Well... Yeah. I think Jason should go down there and do this because guess what? Grows the economy. Yeah, it does grow the economy. <laughs> hurts no one. <laughs> no one. Benefits everyone. It might Benefits hurt your wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might hurt your bank account. No. 
Yeah. Actually, I think if I don't show up to Disney in the next 30 days, they might send a search party after me. <laughs> they like, um, or, or maybe they, I wonder if there'll be uh, meetings. Jason hasn't been here in a month. What are we doing? What do we got to do to get him back? That's why they're raising capacity because they're like, Jason doesn't have a trip book, so I guess we got to <laughs> add more people. <laughs> oh, to give him some room. Yeah. So somewhat in relation, because we're still talking restaurants, last week we mentioned about Ohana coming back, but now it's going to be coming yeah. back with the noodles. <laughs> we got to add that in. Yeah. So complaining on social media works. So this is, is this the equivalent of paying the ransomware people? Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, all of, the, all of that is being, they're letting a few people be led to believe that they made a difference in this. They probably really sorry. did not. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. All right. But, I mean, I mean, I feel like they were like, oh, people actually wanted the noodles? Oh, it's like, no big deal. We'll, we'll put the noodles. <laughs> That's probably what they thought. They were like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> This is a big deal. All right. Let's put the noodles back. It's like, oh, yeah. You want the noodles? Guess what? The price just went up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> that's probably true. It's like, almost, Oh, you want the noodles? It's going to be an extra. <laughs> it's going to be, it's gonna, yeah, right. It's going to be an upcharge item. It's going to be a right. special ticketed item. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have all these restaurants reopening. Where's the fast passes again? That's well, what I want to know. Everything else the is fast open. Pass Where's for the a fast pass? Oh, oh, you're talking about fast pass for attractions. Okay. And just in general, like with with the restaurants opening up, with attractions opening up, with all these things, where are the fast passes? And the again? capacity increasing. They're they're at they're at Disneyland in paper. <laughs> are they even there? I, but, really. but I don't I know want, that. I want fast pass. I know, we need that FastPass back, man. I still stand by my original statement that I don't see it being rolled back out until it's part of the genie. I watched that YouTube video from another Disney vlogger that we had discussed that was all these rumors, and they seem to think it's come back in a different form, all paid and Well, that was my next thing. It's going to be a a pricing tier, of course. This would be their opportunity to do that because it's it's been gone if you want it back they're gonna you know that's a great opportunity to introduce it yep so i have a couple of questions on that what we've heard rumored is it might be an option like this is a rumor of course but the rumor says that it would be a per person per day charge but it gets you in the fast pass line for any attraction that has that line okay where the price is somewhere between a hundred to three hundred dollars per person. Yeah, per I don't day. see it going that high, and it actually working. So, I, w- I would hope not. Well, they're trying to price people out. So, number one, what's the price you would be willing to pay for such a privilege? not that much? <laughs> fast pass line. I paid a whole lot of money to use the fast pass yeah. line in January. Right for tour guide, yeah. Um, if it, I mean, a hundred dollars extra a day, like on top of, if you're a pass holder per person, no, that's the thing. Like, I don't think if you're already paying for the annual pass and then you've got to chuck in another, that's like buying a, an annual pass and having to buy day tickets <laughs> too. So I don't know. Okay. Next question. Suppose that they land on that as the solution. Do you think it should be allowed for the challenge? 
Because it's a, it'll be a paid option then. Hmm. Right. I think you would probably have to do it as a asterisk version of the challenge. Well, so extra magic hours was always allowed, right. and that is technically a paid option. Right, because you have to you be have to a stay resort. in a resort. Well, park hopping is technically a paid option. So, correct. Challenge is impossible without paying yeah, for that. Option, I know that's though. what I'm saying. It's technically a paid option. So, I'm just curious what this means not only for how much it's going to cost to go to Disney, but the challenge and all those things. Cause per person? I don't know. 100 yeah. to 300 dollars a day. That will definitely make me re per person would make me rethink. A I lot. yeah, nope. I don't see anybody paying that. I mean, there might be a few yeah. that would do it a little bit but oh, people will pay it your one time yeah, trip to Disney maybe. you're already spending 800 bucks a night to stay at the Grand Floridian what's another you know family for what's another 400 a day on top of that I mean people will pay it's the regulars that it's going to hit because they can't afford to pay 100 bucks every time they show up yeah I don't see it I don't really see it being in that price range I just I the only thing I would say is if you I'm assuming you would increase the annual pass price, but if you added it in, you know, made it a $1,500 a year annual pass, but you included the fast pass option or whatever, then I think I would still probably try to do that. But, but per day, adding a a charge that much, like, no, I wouldn't. It's okay. Here's another thing I've heard bandied about another potential way that they could implement fast pass. This one isn't as popular. You pay per ride that you use no, for. I don't see that happening. Although it used to happen back in the day. <laughs> That's the way they did it when they first opened. When you had the, just, just to experience the attraction, actually, right? That harkens back to the ticketed attraction days, somewhat. There's also speculation that the Pass Pass queue becomes the virtual queue line. That uh, is not out of the realm of possibility, truthfully. And you just join, you know, up to three virtual queues at a time, something like that. And you can check in whenever your time's come. If they're going to do a paid option, I think they're going to probably follow along the lines of their competitors, truthfully, which is the set price to have the privilege, right? And then you can use it for the whole day <laughs> i mean that's how that's how it works at other ones express pass and what have you i don't see how it's going to work any other way because if they're if their competitors stick with what they're doing i mean this this is not something that universal would have to follow for one thing i think it would make a difference but anyway just for reference i skipped the line one time per participating ride at universal is 70 bucks per person. There you go. Universal Express Unlimited, skip as many times as you want, is $90 per person mm-hmm. per day. Yeah. It's probably going to go to some sort of paid thing like that. I don't know. I just want them to bring it back. Now, here's the thing. Universal includes that for free if you stay at a premier category hotel. So what if it is 100 to 300 bucks a day, but if you stay at a deluxe, it's included? Well, they would just include it in the price of the hotel already, so... Uh, I don't know. Somewhat. With Disney, it's always going to be overly complicated anyway, so... 
Yeah. I see Disney charging. I don't see them it being one of those things where they charge as much, let's put it that way, as their competitors. I don't see it being in that range. You forget who's running Disney. I, I've factored that in. I, I mean, I, I still think, I still think that they would uh, keep it to be the cheaper of the theme parks, because I think they can afford to the most for one thing. So, even, even after, even post pandemic, <laughs> he's still got to remodel his like twenty million dollar home. Yeah, that he just true. bought. Yeah. So, speaking of paying for special privileges, I guess we could say. How about the opening night for Boobash sold out? And now they've added more October dates. Yeah. Tuesday, August the 10th, you know, nothing says Halloween like August, um, yeah. is sold yes, out. And so, of course, they added more October dates when it was all said and done. I've seen some rumblings on Twitter about the possibility there. The question was posed anyway is, could this mean the death of Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party if this is a success? I don't think so. No. Everyone loves the Halloween party as it was, so it'll come back. I agree, but I guess we got to think along the lines of if this is working this way, why would they go back to it? Because people will demand noodles at the Halloween party and they'll get it. So in addition to the first date being sold out, there is also, at the time of this recording anyway, mm-hmm. Tuesday, October the 5th is sold out. Friday, October the 8th is sold out. Tuesday, October the 12th, Friday, October the 15th, Tuesday, October the 19th, and the 29th and the 31st of October is also all sold out. Doesn't surprise me. I think this also means that next year, the Halloween party, the price will be the same as this one because 129 bucks for August for a reduced Halloween party. Yep. No special event fireworks. Used to be like seventy-five bucks or eighty bucks. Even last couple of years, it was like eighty bucks. No special event fireworks, probably because they don't have them. Yeah, very good possibility. Well, they could always use the Minis Christmas ones. You know, they already had them ready. They were testing those, so they probably still have them in stock. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Why don't they just do happily ever after? <laughs> I think they will. Well, I mean, they're going to do. It. They're not going to do it at all for the event. That was the my, the point. They? I don't know. That, as, as of right now, I want some fireworks. <laughs> it's not part of the plan. That could change. It's, it's, it's still a little ways to go until August the 10th. Yeah. All right. So monorails have now been restored to pre-pandemic appearance, basically meaning the dividers are no longer there. Yeah. The floor markers. It's all done. It's Free all, for all done. So. All the dividers. Yeah, it looks like the monorail used to look, except... The doors are on. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, look, the monorail, they removed something, and it wasn't a door. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, if they're refurbing the monorails, are they going to ever record a new spiel where the monorail driver doesn't have to interrupt and say, don't lean on the doors, because they might fall off? Our next stop okay. is contemporary. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought you were going to say, would they update the spiel on some of them where you can actually hear it? Well, that too. But but since the door incident like three years ago, the driver has to come on every time now and tell people not to lean on the doors. So when are they going to have the guy re-record the spiel and just say, you know, our next stop is contemporary. Please don't lean on the doors. They might fall off, you know? 
Maybe maybe the guy's no longer under contract. No, because he recorded the COVID spiel. No, same guy. Yeah. Was it was it guy. the same guy from that did the twenty fifth anniversary and all that, or is it someone else? I don't someone even know. New. Someone newer than that. I think it was like twenty fourteen when they updated the newest monorail spiel. Uh, they all have a similar you know, a similar voice. So. Yeah, but I'm just like the poor driver has to like do this every stop now, and it's kind of annoying because the intercom yeah. for the driver is not you know the the most clear. The anyway, poor driver who gets to who gets to sit in the front of the monorail and <laughs> occasionally has Walk to talk. To the monorail and please don't lean on the doors. Exactly, that's exactly what it Thank sounds you. like. But I mean, he occasionally right. has to pick up the CB. Poor yeah. guy. <laughs> okay. You used to not I'm have sorry. to do that, and now you have to uh, do it every stop. Like, okay. just re-record the guy saying, "Don't lean on the doors." Here, we'll do it for for him right now. Let's see. Welcome aboard Monorail Yellow. Please do not lean on the doors as they could fall off at any moment. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ding, ding. Just send, just send that to Disney. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get right on that. Well, Jack <laughs> Wagner died, so he can't do it in uh, Spanish. Please don't lean on the doors. <laughs> right. Por favor. I don't know. Puertas something. <laughs> right. I got to do a Google Translate on that one. Anyway. Right, yeah. I know Portis would be in there because if I'm not mistaken, that is door. I could be wrong. Anyway, well, how about this for something interesting? I and mean, of course, it doesn't count for any of us because we're not in California, but it says if you're a vaccinated California resident, all Californians age 12 plus who receive a COVID 19 vaccine are automatically entered to win into the Vax for the Win sweepstakes. Sweet. One of the prizes is a trip for four to the Disneyland Resort. Sweet. So, well, isn't that yeah. exciting? How do I win that? Do I have to move to California and then get vaccinated again? That's Apparently. what I'm saying. <laughs> if you've already been vaccinated, you don't, you can't enter. Uh, Only probably, people who probably not. They're yeah. trying to bribe into getting vaccinated. So, what do you get? Like, what do we get? Because Jason and I got vaccinated the millisecond that we were able to. So, what? Where's our? Where's our prize for being? I think we eager. don't have you, COVID. You got That's to. You got to. You got to not wear a mask. Not good enough. You not got to um, have this little card that you says bet. you're vaccinated. What else? Yeah. You get to not die. Right. <laughs> Guess what? Cross the economy. <laughs> Sorry. COVID vaccine. Cross <laughs> the economy. If you get vaccinated, it benefits <laughs> everyone. Hurts nobody. Oh brother. All right. <laughs> the arcades are reopening at Disney Resort. So. Oh, yeah, the ones that have them, right? Right, they I mean, still like, have them. Like the, basically just, the All Stars. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, right. all the values have them still. What they moved them all to the broom closets uh, before COVID. So, so the arcades are open. The Maya Grill is open. Yep. Where is my fast passes? Where is Casey's Corner? Right. Where's the ice cream shop? Here's another thing that's open, or it's going to be. Uh, the Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge is going to be receiving guests again starting August the 26th. Woody whoop. For all guests. There we go. So there's another one. Another hotel that's going to be, should be more availability, but it doesn't look like it's showing very much. So When is Riverside reopening? Because we need people to start booking there so that it'll open up Coronado more. 
Yeah, we need more moderates open. And that is not, Riverside is not a great moderate. I'm just going to put that right there. People will go there and then it'll uh, free up Coronado. So in in addition to that one, uh, Boardwalk is, Boardwalk Inn, that is, will be reopening July 2nd. So that's another one. Polynesian Village doesn't have a specific date that I can see at this time, but it should be later in July for the non-DVC rooms. They had the DVC rooms Wait, before. But... the Moana rooms are going to be done? Is there going to be a monorail station? I thought they already had some of them done. I don't know about the monorail station. The monorail station's coming along. I can see yeah. lots of progress, but what, they still got a couple weeks. <laughs> I was thinking that they had still had they had a good many of the mono rooms already done though, right? I mean, I know they already had at least one because they put it in that. I'm video. sure. I'm sure they just got them to print out some Maui fat heads and just slapped them on the wall and called <laughs> it good. <laughs> right, that's what they did. Yeah, and they'll well, still charge eight hundred dollars a night. They'll pay. You know why? It grows the economy. <laughs> uh, the thing about Polynesian, have you guys seen this? theory well it's just a joke really but i kind of enjoy it as a joke where there's a whole group of people that say that the poly bungalows aren't actually a real room that you can book they think it's just fiction mm. yeah they, they okay. like it's just it's just an empty room and they're, they're like nobody actually books these this is just a a, a fiction they, poly they bungalows them, are not real they give them to like bloggers and celebrities and stuff nope have you ever have you ever met anybody that stayed at one Personally, no, but I've seen vlogs of people staying in one. Well, that, that you can fake that stuff, Adam. How do you, you fake ever, it? Have you ever stayed at one? No, I've not stayed at one. Have you ever seen anybody going in or out of one? I've seen people go in the gate. Yeah, I've seen people going in and out of the gate. I don't know. I don't know if it's real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a weird That's... thing to believe. Hey, I mean... I, I, I'm okay with him not believing that it's real. I still don't believe Rice is real. So, Oh, Lord. Yes. Rice okay. Exists. All right. This is the everything that's coming back episode, apparently, too. So, yes, um, everything's back. Everything is back. So Disney is bringing back condiment bottles and salt and pepper shakers to the restaurant. What? Yeah. What? They're on the table scan. Oh, my gosh. So. I don't have to get up and get ketchup packets anymore? Apparently not. I didn't see anything in here about the dispensers, though. I don't know. I don't guess those aren't back quite yet. Which dispensers? Like if you were at a quick service, for instance, you know, the kind where you could put the ketchup in the cups. Oh, that's good. They're going to repurpose the hand sanitizer dispensers for that. <laughs> yeah, they're just going <laughs> to. Might, might taste a little tangy for the ketchup. But we know COVID's over when they r- return the toppings bar at Pecos Bills. That's, that'll be that's the real test. You know. Is that when we know COVID's over? That's when we know the official ending of COVID right there. Fauci said it. Or is it when they reopen some of those buffets without the sneeze cards? Yeah, okay. Ah, that may never come back. Yeah, hopefully they'll never remove the sneeze cards. (laughs) I could be honest. I'm totally okay with family style. I actually prefer it. Yeah, I would say out of the character meals, the best ones were Ohana and Garden Grill. Those were the two that were the best, and they were the family style ones. Yeah, there you go. All right, so hours are being extended throughout july in case you didn't uh, hear about that they should have done that a while ago but whatever it's still not like midnight close of magic kingdom but it's longer no it's not so magic kingdom in july will open at 9 a.m every day 
And instead of closing at 9 p.m., it will close at 11 p.m. from July 1st to July 10th, and it will close at 10 p.m. the rest of the month. So that's better, is it not? 11 p.m. is getting closer, but July should be a midnight close. Right. At least one or two days a week, you need at least a midnight or later close. Yeah, midnight, 1 a.m., I mean, those were the best. So Epcot will be open one hour later from July 18th through July 31st, meaning they'll be closing at 10 p.m., it doesn't say anything about the opening, so I'm assuming that's still remaining at 11 for the time being. So I'm fine with that. Disney's Animal Kingdom from July the 4th through the 31st uh, will close at 7 p.m. instead of 6 p.m., so in one hour there. So mm, Animal Kingdom needs to close later, if anything, because right now you don't get nighttime Pandora. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That, that, that is one thing that is good about that section of the park anyway. Yeah, um, can't really do much else, but <laughs> nighttime Pandora is awesome. Right, Everest. What at nighttime? Yeah, so you yeah. can you yeah. can do Pandora, and then you can walk seven miles over to Everest and do it. Sure. I've done. I've only done the safari once with the twilight that they started introducing there, and I was not that impressed with it. So I, I don't. I don't think too many people are really all that impressed with it either. Truthfully. Yeah, we did but. the twilight safari once on our on our. Uh, Run. I enjoyed it because it wasn't that long. Yeah, they shortened it, which helped us, although yeah. it didn't help us enough. But so, so what you're saying is that's going to be the last, or one of the last rides on the challenge now, right? Just so you can save that little bit of time. I don't know. Depends. <laughs> Depends. All right. Well, this was as of a day or two ago at this point, but Splash Mountain is now loading every row. The plexiglass dividers have been removed from Rise of the Resistance. Like I said, COVID's over. Right. Let's see. What was another one? Well, I'm waiting for the big one. Come on. Where's the big one? The big one? Plexiglass dividers removed from the jungle. No. Groups. The big thing coming back. The big thing yeah, coming big... back. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Are you referring no. to fireworks? I thought we already yeah. mentioned this. No, that really should be the main in. story. Well, I mean, you know, we, we kind of mentioned that about the fireworks in the Boo Bash, but I guess we didn't really go to that. But sure, we can go straight to that if you want to. Sure, do it. So fireworks are returning to Walt Disney World. Yes. What date? July 1st. Oh. Happily so. ever after. There have you been, of Tinker course. Bell's going to have COVID weight on her? Well, they're going to need a bigger mattress then, right? If that's the case. <laughs> or more sturdy mattress. <laughs> so, yeah, I really wish I could get that California grill now instead of having to stand in the crowd of a gajillion people. I would much rather see it from above. Would you do a dessert party right now? Uh, it'd be very tempting, yeah. I'd be very tempted to do if they brought it back. Oh. Just, just to get away from that crowd that you know will be... Standing on Main Street. So are you saying you don't think you can score a California Grill for that time? It's going to be a lot harder, I'll put it that way, because everyone's going to be gunning for that coveted California Grill now. It's almost like California Grill, you know, during the pandemic situation with Disney, was easier to get. And I'm guessing it's because a lot of, was the fireworks that big of a draw? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I guess it was. It was. So... It was because people, and that that was part of the reason why 
we had such a delay years ago when you know we've told that story where we got the 60 fast passes or whatever because people just hang out waiting they have a four o'clock dinner and they just sit there for three hours trying to wait until the fireworks and they have to like kick them out of the restaurant because uh people just hang around and uh try to extend that dinner as long as possible well i thought if you had a dinner at california grill it was early. You are allowed to come back and watch it yes. on that balcony. Yeah, you are. If you have the receipt, you can go right back up. They do let you do that. But I think a lot of people, if they're there at like 5.30 or 6, they're just like, hey, let's uh, let's just stretch this out as long as we can. Try to s- stick it out rather than having to leave and come back, you know. But anyway. So how long do we think it's going to be now before they actually put the monstrosity that is the barges to good use? <laughs> yeah. At Epcot, since they're bringing fireworks back. You'd think they've had plenty of time to get it ready at this point. You would think. think. I don't know. What do we think? October 1, probably? Is that what we're going to do? Think they're holding in the back pocket now? Yeah. Just to keep, to draw people away from Magic Kingdom, they're going to do Harmonious on October 1 and Ratatouille. Hmm. Maybe. They need to do it sooner than that. Those barges, come on, people. (laughs) Get get your act together. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Of the other things, I was trying to go down a list of things coming back. There's a lot to see. Yeah, there is. Keep going. There's, there's a lot, but the fireworks so is all that matters. Yeah. That's right. That's so, the big one. How about the full pre-show for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway returning? It's going. I was hoping when we were there a few weeks ago that, that it was going to do that, but they waited, of course, which is fine. But yeah, I, because I haven't seen it in person yet. I've ridden the ride like eight times now, but I haven't seen the seen the pre-show yet in person so i want to see it and they still haven't done have they done haunted mansion yet because they're holding out on the stretching room for some reason see i've not seen it reported thus far the latest one latest i've seen was a couple of days ago and it still wasn't yeah open yet is it because it goes like pitch dark in there for a few seconds is that why they aren't doing it yet I that does that really make sense? Uh, what people I don't, don't know, know how close they are to one Is it another. Too I mean, crammed in there. I don't know. No, yeah. don't seem to be caring about social distancing. So I don't know why they would care about. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I it broke know. and they can't extend it down anymore. Like they can't get it to work. I don't know. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Big Thunder returned after that short downtime this past week. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything really changed. but Except they removed the distance markers. Yeah, that's all they did. That was a lot of markers, apparently. Took them a week to do that. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. Maybe they had to go collect all the hats and glasses that fell off people's heads. Well, I mean, did you write it? didn't remove them. No, I, I always <laughs> remove it there because they tell me to remove it. Oh, okay. So you need... You need uh, the Jim Varney impersonator to tell you on Slinky yeah. Dog, apparently. Okay. Say, best remove them, por favor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not too bad. Golly, Bob, howdy. Best remove them. Okay. So, yeah, pretty much, like, distance markers are being removed all over the place. All that you see now is the obvious uh, need to uh, uh, pressure wash the sidewalks in certain places. That's all that's really left there. <laughs> Even though Disney does a good job of cleaning up, I guarantee you they don't do that that often. So, you know. Anyway, you guys have anything you want to add at the moment? 
since we talked about fast passes earlier, I, it it uh, popped into my head about how they added standby to the app on the wait times. Didn't they add the word standby? I saw that. Yeah. I looked on the app and, and it said that, so I noticed that they did that. But I don't remember they did they they never did that before, right? I don't think they ever said standby wait, and then they didn't have a fast pass wait time. Well, fast pass so, shouldn't have a wait time. But I'm just saying, like they never had standby on the. So that's that suggests something new is coming, like some new kind of something they haven't done before. If that makes right. sense, right? So. That sort of does give credence to the paid version, or maybe a boarding group thing, or something. Yeah. Well, like you say, I mean, I don't, rec- I didn't recall seeing it before, but I mean, people made a big deal about it, obviously. So, yeah, all the stuff we just mentioned, though, this coming back, this is back, this is back. Still no Riverside or yeah, no French, French Quarter. Quarter either, for no whatever all reason. Stars except for one. Yeah, except for movies. Well, I mean, over the past week, one thing I don't think we got to mention on it last week, walls have been erected at the Moana Journey of Water, so that means they're moving forward with that. I Doing suppose. More work with that. You're not excited for Journey of Water? I hope that it's not going to be extremely scaled back and it's like some bushes and a fountain, because <laughs> that's what I'm thinking it's going to end up being. I really, I don't think so. It shouldn't be. We'll see. Too bad, so. Food and Wine Festival is going to start... What is it, July 5th, I think? Okay. We get, what, like four or five days of Diet Epcot? Yeah. Oh, it's actually July 15th. It's like it's like all they do now is they shut down one festival and have a pre- preparation period, basically, for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, do the, to put the next one up. Just go to isepcothavingafestival.com. <laughs> right. But they're doing it, like, remember how they did with the Flower and Garden? They sort of did a delay on some of the booths. They're, they're doing that with uh, food and wine. So there's some booths that aren't going to open until October. So it looks like Belgium, Brazil, there's one called the Alps, India, Ireland, Kenya, Mac and Eats, and the Lobster Landing are not going to open until October 1. They have eight new booths, it says. So Lobster Landing, I said, was one. Kenya is another new one. Mac and Eats, which sounds like a bunch of mac and cheese stuff. What's another new one? Let's see. Brew Wing. Explore array of crowd-pleasing picks like chicken wings and flatbreads, along with assorted beers and ciders. There's one called the Noodle Exchange. Rotunda Bistro is another new one that's going to have fresh seafood and produce in the American Adventure Pavilion. That's what it says. There's one called the Swanky Sauce Swine. Okay. It says try out pork dishes along with a beer, wine, or a cocktail. And then the other new one is Tangerine Cafe. It says treat your senses to Moroccan cuisine like grilled kebabs and falafel pita. I guess the Morocco one is going to be different since Disney is running it this year, right? I guess so. That's the only thing I think of. So do we want to kind of touch on real quick this kind of interesting... Like breakdown that touring plans did, yeah, why not? of the resort patterns. So basically, there was a uh, article posted in in touring plans, uh, not a sponsor by the way, although we would take it. 
talking about their surveys that they've had after people have returned, right? So the percentage of post-visit survey respondents, uh, they have the numbers based on the resorts that they stayed at. And it's also sliced by the number of times they visited. So say, for instance, in this, interestingly enough, first visit, 9% DVC, 26% deluxe, 32% moderate, and 33% value. Now, the the graph that changes all the way when you go across the board all the way up to 10 or more, right? Um, the one that increases the most is the DVC, um, which I'm assuming people either buy into it or they just, you know, rent points or something and they get, you know, more accommodations for less if they're going more often. So, it, you know, from 9% all the way up to 32% on the 10 or, 10 or more, which is also the highest in that category. It goes from being the lowest category into to the highest, <laughs> the more the more visits. Yeah, so interesting. The one that stayed the most consistent across the board, though, was the deluxe. Like 26% was their first visit was a deluxe, and then 10 or more, it's also 26%. And in between, it was 27 and 29, from the 2nd to 5th and the 6th to the 10th, so... It yeah. stayed consistent, more so than any others. Once you go deluxe, it's hard to go back from that, uh, as long as you can afford it. It's hard to uh, right. go away from deluxes. Well, you start comparing. Yeah. Yeah. The features and the, and the amenities and everything are so much better yeah. for deluxes, but the price is, of course, much higher. So, Value resort patterns, okay, specifically. So... People that stayed at Art of Animation initially (laughs) were the least likely. Like, it takes the biggest dip between the first visit and the 10 or more. Yep. Not surprising. Yeah. Most of them actually stay relatively consistent. Um, All-Star Movies also takes a bit of a dip. Except for uh, All-Star Music is somewhat consistent. It kind of goes up and then down and then back up again. I don't know what the appeal specifically with music would be. Sports is pretty much straight line across. You know, if people are going to stay at sports, they're going to stay there, right? So, um, interestingly enough, the one that did the best, I think, in this uh, overall category was Pop Century, which is kind of in line with what we always agreed with. We agreed that Pop's the best value. By far. By far the best, yeah. And that that proves that. Yeah, Yeah, and I agree. I I don't really desire to go back to Art of Animation because I think the... Family suites are overpriced. They don't discount them much at all. And the, the mer- mermaid rooms, the mermaid are- rooms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're terrible. Well, well, the mermaid rooms are really not that bad now, but they're also hard to get, so they're never discounted as well. So they're almost always full. I'd rather because take they're cheap. The '90s section at Pop over Art of Animation any day. So, yeah. and that's the worst section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, the only one in the moderate that takes a huge dip is Port Orleans Riverside. Yeah. So that one took a huge dip from the first visit to the And that's also totally understandable because everyone, I think all three of us have felt the same way about Riverside. It's like, meh. Once you've stayed there, it's like, mm, I don't really have a desire to go back. The room was not that great. Like, I think the quality of the amenities inside the room is better at pop century well see and i thought the princess themed rooms were overpriced for what they were when i was done with it that was another thing for me i haven't done french quarter maybe french quarter is a different story yeah most people say french quarter is the best there for sure so well 
on this pattern, uh, French Quarter, you know, from where it starts out, it kind of goes up a little and then down a little, and then it's actually lower than it started when it's all said and done on this survey. Just barely, though. It's it's yeah. pretty close to even. The ne- the one that went down the most next, though, was surprisingly to me anyway, was Caribbean Beach. I don't know when this survey was uh, initially done. That doesn't surprise me because it's very spread out. I didn't. I don't love the rooms at Caribbean Beach. I would. I would take Outer Building Coronado any day over Caribbean Beach, even with the Skyliner. And the Fort Wilderness Cabins was pretty much a straight line all the way across. Yeah. Which to me, <laughs> calling that a moderate, especially the price it normally is, is not. <laughs> is, yeah. I mean, I don't. That's like a like we call about with with Grand Destino now. It's some Ma Ducks or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's similar. I gotta imagine there. though the cabin is so far to get to anywhere that it doesn't make sense to yeah unless you're taking a very leisurely vacation well jason would be happy to know that coronado springs is uh pretty consistent and actually yeah. finishes at 10 or more slightly higher than it started just barely so he would he would yeah. somewhat he would probably think it should be higher than that though so well, those people may not. Again, I don't know when they got this data. Is it, is it recent? Recent? Is it Grandestino recent, or is it some uh, of it before that? I feel like this is probably a sample over time. I don't know yeah. how much recent it is. It didn't specify that I saw. Yeah. So, I would think this would be something which you would have to gather to get to get this kind of results. You'd have to gather that data over a long period of time, really, from someone's probably, first yeah. visit to their tent. You see what I mean? So they have right. to take samples of several surveys over yeah. time. Well, so. before Grandestino, I wasn't a big fan of Coronado. But now I would I would even stay in an outer building just because you still have access to the tower. So so in reality, it wasn't before Grandestino as much as it was before you learned the beauty of driving. Right. That's also the case. Yeah, that's true. Because your main complaint before was how far away and bus yeah. and yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you Gosh, go. That's that so was the, really the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in the deluxe resort patterns, we have the biggest increase, I guess, from from the start to finish. Like, this one, uh, Boardwalk one, Inn. Go ahead, yeah. sorry. I was going to say, one of these surprised me in this category, but go ahead, yeah, of the deluxes. So, yeah, so Boardwalk Inn starts out last, right, as far as the first visit, and then it goes all the way up... To above the two percent mark, it takes the largest increase. I would think yeah. it looks like uh, that, and Yacht Club actually takes a big increase. Yeah, no surprise. Grand Floridian, surprisingly to me, takes a big increase. That's and kind the of one I off. was surprised about because yeah. I would have thought Contemporary or Polynesian would have been higher than Grand Floridian, but yeah, Contemporary actually takes a pretty significant dip in the. Uh, the the multiple, which I, I I don't get that. I mean, it surprises me. Pri- price wise, I would think it would, you know, be more popular. Maybe that's the reason why the price is where it is because it's not booked as often, even as weird. the Grand Floridian. So I feel like you have the best food options at Contemporary, but maybe that's the other issue we talked about that last week. You can't get them most of the time, Chef Mickey's or California Grill. Yeah, it's harder to get. So if you're staying there. It's disappointing if you can't get either one of those restaurants. And so a lot of these have a downward turn from the very get-go. For instance, the one that had the highest percentage of first visits was Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo, right? Mm. And it dips, and it takes a dip. 
and then Polynesian Village takes a significant significant dip uh, between especially between the six to ten times and the ten plus. Wilderness Lodge takes a dip from the first time. I mean, most of the deluxes do, with the exception of just like I said, that handful. And apparently, Boardwalk, yeah, I guess Boardwalk's probably appealing because of the price. Usually, you can usually get it at a pretty good price. Usually, I feel like Yacht Club's always cheaper to me, but Yacht Club, uh, I don't know. Yacht Club kind of depends. I know if you're, I know if you're doing points. Well, this is Boardwalk Inn, though, so maybe that's what I'm looking. I'm thinking of Davila's Boardwalk Inn would not be so. All right, so pretty much all of the DVC resorts, by the way, yeah, go up every single time. Yeah, that there's not a single one that goes down. Some go up more than others. For instance, the Boardwalk Villas take a huge uh, rise from the time that it, from where it starts out, and they're from the first visit all the way, goes all the way up to like the second most at the 10th, 10th forward. And that's what Saratoga Springs takes the biggest climb uh, from its first visit all the way uh, up to what, but, but just right at 5% or above. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so. I definitely want to stay at Saratoga. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure that out at some point. I can't I can't tell which one that other one is. It takes a pretty sharp increase. Is that uh, Old Key West, I think? Yeah, it looks like it is. Old Key West takes a pretty sharp increase. Yeah, I would I would definitely go back to Old Key West. Um, I liked it. So apparently it was good. The, it was good. Yeah. Apparently the one people are kind of just across the board, but I'm guessing this is because of the price of it and the the not so not as many rooms of it. The treehouse villas are pretty much at the bottom all the way across, so probably not too much activity then, there. Yeah, the villas at Grand Floridian is actually near the bottom as well. Yeah, that's probably why they're adding more studios to the Grand Floridian. And the next one after that is is that Riviera? Looks like Riviera, but a Riviera does climb. I mean, they they all climb mm. to some degree. If Riviera wasn't so darn expensive, I would I would love to stay there. Yeah, it's grown on me a lot since it first opened. I'm thinking a lot of these on DVC is people that actually joined though that are doing this that are probably taking these surveys, so that probably has affected this pattern. You know. Yeah. So. I I feel like that's probably making a a big difference in in the DVC ones though, but. I know we all have we all we all have our top options when it comes to stuff like that. Well, I it just like I noticed the pattern of what rose to the top was in the value category pop, which is definitely the best of the values. Coronado, which is definitely the best of the moderates, and the deluxes, the boardwalk area hotels are in the best location right now because you have the Skyliner access and everything to two parks and then the Magic Kingdom hotels, which I was surprised that it was really just the Grand Floridian out of those uh, options that held the the strongest. Just to finish this off, just right off the top of your head here, last minute, right? Mm. If you were gonna had your option, pick of the letter, value resorts, you would say Pop, right? Yes, hundred percent. Jason, Pop. Yeah, yeah, he would say Pop. That's what I would say too. That's maybe mm. we all agree on that one. I'm sure. Right off the top of your head, moderates. I'm pretty sure I know what Jason's answer is. <laughs> yeah. Grandestino Tower. 
specifically, yeah. more specifically. Yeah, I would just say anywhere Coronado, but yes, Grandestino is by far the best, but I would take anything in Coronado. I have mixed feelings. I still probably give the edge to Coronado, but I really have, I think Caribbean's improved a pretty good bit, especially with the Skyliner being there. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like their rooms. So. Anyway, well, yeah, there is that. I mean, I didn't exactly have the best room this last time either. Mm-hmm. I had they insects. They definitely need a, a refurb. Worms they need or whatever it was. Yikes. No. Yeah, Coronado. Much better. Yeah, so Coronado probably does get the, the, the biggest nod and all that. And, of course, I've never stayed in the cabin, and that's considered moderate, so I would probably like the cabins as well. We haven't done French Quarter either, but. Yeah, I think that's the only one. The only two that we haven't done in the mods. We're going to have to fix that here in the in the future. Yeah. Okay, so the deluxe. Now, when I say deluxe, I'm not talking villas. I'm talking, think, just actual deluxe rooms. Yep. I would say contemporary. <laughs> That's really? just me, though. Yeah, I would, I would say that would be my choice. Yacht Club. Jason says Yacht Club. I, I'm kind of torn between poly and yacht club but i gotta be honest my last experience at yacht club was better than my last experience at poly so i'm gonna say yacht club as well yeah yeah so i I would go with that yacht club has got a lot to offer yeah so all right so villas haven't stayed there riviera you would say riviera even though you haven't stayed there i like i love the amenities there i like the way the pool looks i love bariva you like how like the size, the size of the resort, too, makes a big difference. Yeah. You don't have to walk a mile to get to anything. Riviera. Riviera for a, a DVC dedicated. If we're saying DVC dedicated, Riviera. If it wasn't so expensive, I would say Riviera. But Well, I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not really taking this from the perspective of if you were DVC, which one would you run to own? I'm right, just right. talking about in general right. accommodations and stuff like that, yeah. Because, there, so. I mean, there's villas at Beach Club. Um, there's villas at grand floridian there's right but uh if if you if if we were taking price into account i would probably go back and say uh kadani or jumbo house okay because i think i think freaking savannah room come on now yeah yeah interesting this one's probably a tougher call for me on all of them on all accounts truthfully uh i have various ones that i think are really good uh, as far as villas go, uh, I gotta be honest, I, the experience I had at beach club, I mean, it was nice, but it was not, I don't think it's the best by any means. I've stayed in a villa, I've stayed in a studio at boardwalk as well. I'm trying to think which all the v- DVC ones I've actually stayed in. I stayed in of DVC rooms. Um, I would actually give it to Polly <laughs> just because of the use of the space and everything. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say the as far as DV room DVC rooms I've been in, yeah, Old Key West is is good, but I would probably go with Bay Lake Tower because I've stayed oh yeah stayed Bay Lake Tower so just to keep with my yeah overall you'd get more options at Bay Lake Tower and you got a shorter walk to the uh, Magic Kingdom. The only thing I wouldn't like about owning DVC at Poly is just like I said the lack of options. You pretty much got studio or bungalow. That's Bungalows it. don't exist. Oh, yes. Right. And, well, and they stu- don't exist. Studio, or you have to have like 500 points just to get a bungalow for a night. Right, right. And studio are basically rooms that I used to just get. <laughs> so that's the other thing to it. And you still can, but I mean, there's there's nothing in particular. Like it wasn't built for DVC, I guess, is my thing. thing. 
It's not right now. It's not being done as well as it could be done. That's all I'm saying for for Polly. So, did I give a final answer? I can't even remember if I did or not when I said that. You said uh, Polly. Oh, did I? Because of the room? Yeah, I said because of the room. Then, yeah, that's what I'm sticking with for now. Off property right. hotel. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, let's, we're not going to go that deep on it right now. <laughs> Uh, well, that's that's another episode for another day. So I think it's time to wrap this one up. Yep. Um, I hope this wasn't as a mess of an episode as it kind of felt like at times. Sometimes those turn out to be the best ones. Sometimes not so much, but we'll see. You know, life's a mess. You keep going, and right. Phil Mickelson comes in second. Right. I mean, they 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 can't all be gems. No. So. But guess what? What? It grows the economy. Sorry. (laughs) Benefits everybody. Hurts nobody. Anyway, so if you would like to find us uh, on uh, social media, you can do so at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a spreadsheet store in which you can buy your exclusive TWTM merchandise. Uh, including the Rafts or Ride shirt that is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcast. Um, keep an eye out uh, if you look at the YouTube channel. I should be having some uh, updated content content up there soon. So just search for TWTM Podcast on YouTube. And you can visit our website, which is travelingwiththemouse.com. You can find links to all those things and some blog posts that I've been putting up there as well you can email us podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com so for adam and jason my name is john this has been traveling with the mouse and we hope to see you on our next trip welcome aboard monorail yellow please do not lean on the doors as they could fall off at any moment thank you Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Guess what? Grows the economy. Benefits everybody. Hurts nobody.